I shared with you in the beginning, the worship was just coming from Jesus. Jesus pours out his presence in our lives, and I believe that's why you're here this morning. You want more of him, more of his peace, more of his comfort, more of his love in our lives. He is all-powerful, and we're thankful that God is with us. And I know God is working in our church. There's lots of signs and evidence of it. I just want to give you an update on the land but it's going to be delivered to California. And so there is a sign of sheep out there in the table. Right as you were walking in, you saw around the corner, there's a sign of sheep. We don't have that date picked out because we're going to deliver that land to the heirs, to the women of the farm. But as soon as we that land arrives, we're going to pull that trigger. We're going to pull that date. So Ty, whoever's on that list, I'll, you'll be the first to know. We'll try to let you know as quick as possible, but it's possible we may not be able to let you know, but we want to get that land to you. So if you're interested, again, it may not work out for you when you hear about it. I understand that. But if you're interested and you want to be contacted with the day and time that we'll be going over there, sign up. And you can get an email to church right now on your smartphone. Just let us know, please. I want to be a part of the land delivery. So again, that's where that piece is at. Next week we're going to be celebrating another portion of that offering. And I'm looking forward to next uh, Sunday of celebrating through your giving and what God has done to bless and again and bless the ministries. And we're looking forward to next Sunday already. Just grateful for God's doing in our church. And out in the lobby as well is a table with your giving reports. That's another celebration of what God has done through your lives. We're grateful for that. So if you want to see the giving report, it's out there. And uh, on the table, if you have any questions, you can just see us about that. Or if you're online, we'd love for you to connect with us or here. If you're here for the first time, you can fill out a connect card and fill it out. Connect with us online. Of course, everybody here, as I've been talking about giving, you can participate in that. Allowing God to use you to be a blessing to others. Give online by clicking or clicking. I don't know what you want to do. Give. How about clicking your screen to give? And uh, even if you can click, well, we won't click until you type in your giving card. But uh, there's envelopes for you to give. But I'm in a series called Rent to Own. And again, I'm just wanting to encourage you. I'm wanting to bless you. It's a, a, a challenge to be owners in God's kingdom. I believe here we're living in a time and age where we need to take ownership into God's kingdom. We need to be people who are alive in Christ. I love that song that Jesus is resurrecting us. He is causing us to come out of the grave. He's causing us to come out of silence. He's causing us to come out of fear. He's causing us to come out of mediocrity and status quo. And he's causing us to be alive. We need to be alive, and when God's people are alive, and when God's people are taking ownership of the Word of God, there will be healing, there will be strength, there will be purpose. We, This is the Word of God we have, and we want this Word to be alive in us. I want us to take ownership of this Word, not just, and I've been encouraging you to read it, and I want you to read it. 
Now, you might say, oh, man, I knew I should have used snow for shoes. Why did I listen to this message about sacrifice? Because I don't want to make them. Well, first of all, let me tell you, let me make you aware, we all know about sacrifice. You make them at work. You make them at home. If you've played sports, you've made them in sports. If you've done anything of significance, you've learned that you have to make sacrifices. So when it comes to God, when it comes to serving Him, it should be no surprise that we need to make sacrifices. So let's go into uh, Hannah's story here as we think about that. Uh, I want to start in verse 6, and we, we get introduced to her rival. Verse 6 of 1 Samuel uh, chapter 1 says, So Penina would taunt Hannah and make fun of her, because the Lord had kept her from having children. Year after year, it was the same. Penina would taunt Hannah as they went to the tabernacle. Each time, Hannah would be uh, reduced to tears and would not even eat. Okay, so I share with you then the reality of how you read where you, there is a woman who is facing taunting. Now, life is difficult. We all know this. We've all experienced it. Hannah is experiencing the difficulty of not having a child. She wanted children. She wanted to bear children for her husband. She was not having children. Life had become difficult for her. And all of a sudden, now, this now on top of life being difficult, here comes a woman who is taunting her, who is egging her on, who is making her cry, who is taking her difficult situation and rubbing it in Hannah's face. Life's hard enough, right? Then there's people and then there's circumstances that add to our difficulty. It's hard enough having four hungry children in a car. Now you have somebody on your bumper saying, let's go, lady. You know, your moms know what, you, what I'm talking about. It's hard enough during this uh, coronavirus pandemic to get sick. I had a friend who got sick. And all of a sudden, his boss says, well, now I have to let you go because you've used too many sick. You've gone beyond your sick days. It's like, wow, you know, I've, you get sick. And then on top of that, you get a, a supervisor who's going beyond the, the book, and he's saying, I'm going to really throw the policy at you. Well, it all worked out for her. But we know that in life. You've been there before. You've had bad days, and you, you walk into your job, and it's, it's a tough day. Things weren't going your way, and all of a sudden, co-workers are taunting you, or your co-workers are, are egging you on, or sir, your boss is giving you more work. Doesn't he know I've had, I had a tough week? Doesn't he know that I've struggled? Doesn't he know what the doctor just told me? And life has a way of just adding on and adding on difficulty after difficulty. But I want to give you good news today that Jesus said, as I shared with you in the very beginning, he wants to, he wants to subtract from your life. He said, if you're weary, if you're burdened, come to me and I'm going to give you rest. And Jesus calls us to be subtractors. So we don't have to be like Penina. We don't have to add to people's difficulty. But through God's word, we can actually subtract worry from people's lives. We can subtract agony and stress from people's lives by living out the word of God. Well, Penina, she was not an owner of God's Word. She was not living up to the commandments of God's Word to love one another, to care for one another. 
another and she was taunting Hannah. And so Hannah was brought to a place. Problems, and I want to share this with you, problems will bring us to a place of sacrifice. Problems are going to bring us to a place of sacrifice. Now this phrase is kind of like the old, the other phrase, I think they need a, a horse to water, is that right? Right? But problems will bring us to a place of sacrifice. So another way of saying it, our issues and our difficulties in life will bring us to a place of decision. Now, you know what kind of decision I wanted you to make already based on this morning's title, but let's use this idea of making decisions. We have a decision to make when life is throwing lemons at us. We have a decision to make when, when we find that life isn't a walk in the park. We have a decision to make when somebody's being rude to us, when somebody's being unkind to us. We have a decision to make when it's just not going our way. We have a decision to make. Hannah faced a decision as she was put into that circumstance. Let's see what decision she makes. In verse 9, let's pick up the story. In verse 9, it says, Once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up, the priest was sitting at his customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. And she made this vow, O Lord of heaven's armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer, give me a son. Then I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his as a sign that he will, that he has been dedicated to the Lord, his heir will never be cut Let me jump down to verse 20. Let me just share this verse with you. It says, and in due time, she gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, for she said, I asked the Lord for him. So Hannah had reached a point of decision. She had, and it was her pain had, had brought her to a place suffering, the agony of dealing with not having a child, and on top of not being able to give birth to a son, was this woman who was taunting her because she had children, and she was able to look at her with, with no mercy. She was able to look at her with disdain and said, look, I have children, you don't. And she was taunting her. She was pushing her down. And finally one day, Hannah said, enough's enough. I'm I can't take it anymore. I can't take being pushed down. I can't take being uh, being uh, taunted. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to go pray. She made a decision. She had enough. How many of you have been here before in life and you said, enough is enough. I can't take it anymore. And I know for some of you, you would say, yeah, I, I made some poor decisions. I made bad decisions. I, I had enough and I, and I went out there and I got drunk because I couldn't take the thoughts Some people have made those decisions. I've, I've had enough with this relationship. I'm breaking it off. I'm, I'm done with it. I, I, I've reached the point of decision. I'm making a decision and I'm leaving. I'm quitting. And I can tell you, I've been there before in ministry. I've been there before where and I, I remember, uh, you know, about, about three or four years ago when I was just, I was done. I couldn't take it anymore. I remember going into my bedroom and I took out a, a book that somebody had given to me. And I began to read it, and 
I began to be encouraged. And like Hannah, I just took a stand. I said, no, I'm not going to quit. No, I'm not going to give up. I had rivals. I've had taunting before in my life. You've been there before where you've been taunted. And if you've never been in that place before, well, thank God. Thank God that you've never been there where life hasn't come against you and people have come against you and problems have come against you. When some of us have gone through life and Hannah had gone through a difficult season in her life and she said, I'm done. Listen, again, if you read those verses, she said, Lord, I, w- I want to have a son, but I want you to know the moment you give that son to me, I'm going to give him back to you. I'm going to make a sacrifice. Wow. What a decision. What a commitment that she made to Jesus, to, the, to our Lord and our Savior, to God Almighty. And she made a commitment to him and says, if you will give me a son, I'm going to give him back.
Never been in Dallas, so she was immediately afraid. And then when I got to know her, I realized she loved God. And that she wanted to serve God, and, and that she was fun to be around. And, and she had other friends that, you know, she just brought life and, and all of these, all of this knowledge. And so eventually I took that knowledge and said, you know what, I'm going to make, I'm going to turn that knowledge into action. I'm going to act on that. And so the first thing I did is I came with my watch. The other guys in college would know she came with her watch. Now you guys know I've got some knowledge about her, but I made some action. I'm, I've given her my, it was a fossil watch. Now, back in the day, the fossil watches, those were important. And it was a leather band fossil watch. And boy, I, I really acted on this thing. It was all about the knowledge I had about her. And of course, one day I upgraded the fossil watch to a, a wedding ring. same predicament. 
she was in a place to make a decision. And instead of starting a fight with Benita, instead of leaving her family, instead of running away, she stood up and she prayed and she made a commitment to God. and said, God, I'm making a commitment. I'm going to make a sacrifice. God said, I can use her. And God gave Hannah a son. Samuel became a mighty prophet, and Samuel prepared the kingdom of Israel for David's reign. And, and not only that, but Samuel was there for David to mentor him and to watch over him and protect him, to invest in him. And it was all because of Hannah's commitment that she made a sacrifice. And she didn't give up. So I'm asking us this week to make a to make a sacrifice. I'm asking us to, to be committed. And uh, if you have near you, we have a prayer card talking about a, a week of praying and fasting. And I want to encourage you to join with me. And if you've never done, if you've never fasted before, if you've never given up a meal before, I want you to try this week. Now, on a practical note, you know, this it's, it's helpful. You know, if you, you meet with anybody, any health expert will tell you fasting is good for the body. And the only reason why I bring that up is because if, if you're like me, you know, I like to drink Coke and I, I, like, I eat desserts, I eat those things. But if you want to prepare your body to fast, I would encourage you to stay away from the desserts and stay away from pop. And if you just fast one meal, maybe it's, you know, you have a, a meat, you have a vegetable, I would encourage you to do that. Some people do the Daniel fast, where Daniel, he just ate vegetables and fruit, and that's all he partook of. So this is, it's a good thing for you. It's a good thing physically for you to eat. So there's that benefit. But obviously this morning, the benefit that I want to have is a spiritual benefit. Now, I want to say this to you, because I want to be very clear about what I believe fasting is. Let me first of all say, fasting is not telling God what to do. Fasting is clearly hearing God and what He wants you to do. Now, I know this, that throughout the Bible, that there are, there are scriptures that encourage us to do something. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and lean not only on your own understanding, you know, and He will direct your path. So there is a cause and an effect. If you will do this, this is what's going to happen. And we always have to be careful with that. So I want to be careful about communicating to you about fasting. I believe fasting does bring God into our situation. But as I did share with you, I don't believe fasting, where fasting is about saying, God, this is what you're going to do for me. This is what you're going to do in my family. This is what you're going to do, God. No, this is, fasting is about drawing closer to the Lord. It's about hearing His voice. It's about building a relationship with the Lord. I kind of think of it in these terms. It's like a family. My, my father injured his foot, uh, and some of you were praying for him. And uh, it was back in November, right before Thanksgiving, and he was, you know, he couldn't walk anymore on that foot. He's, he's getting better. But Karen and I, we've gone over, he, they say that he's really young. We've gone over, and we've been there more than need be because I know my dad can't do things. And so now I, I go there, and I take care of things around his house. Now, maybe when I was younger, I would do those things thinking, man, Chad's going to get me out of the house. This is going to be good. 
Or if I do this, oh man, maybe they'll give me the new bike I've been I've been wanting. But when I go over to my dad's house and I do things for him, I have no expectation of getting an allowance. I have no expectation of getting a new bike. I have no expectation of anything from my dad. I just want to honor him. I just want to help him. And that is where we are at, and that's where we should be at with maturity of Christ. When I make sacrifices for God, I'm not making those sacrifices to get something. I'm making those sacrifices because I have a relationship with the Lord. And in this relationship that I have with Him, I want to honor Him. I want to please Him. I want to draw closer to Him. I want to hear His voice because I know out there, there are a lot of, there's a lot of confusion. And people are wondering, well, I'm watching television. Is that really what a Christian does? I'm, wa- I'm listening to people. What is a Christian? What is the Bible? Do people really get that mad and upset when, when they don't get their way? But you know, there's a lot of confusion out there. And I know God has an answer. The Word of God has hope. The Word of God has peace. The Word of God has love. The Word of God has what this world needs. And so when I'm fasting, I'm saying, God, I want to draw closer to you so that you draw closer to me so that I can help my neighbor, so that I can have something good to say, so that I can be a peacemaker. God, I'm not worried about what you're going to to give me of any earthly value. I want to see your kingdom come and your will be done. I do want to see people healed. I do want to see people set free. I want to see all of those things. But I know it's only God who can do that. And so I'm going to draw closer to the Lord. I'm going to seek His face. So we're asking you this, this week to make a sacrifice. Make a sacrifice. Give up a meal. You have some points to prayer. You have the Word of God. Take the Word of God and take prayer and say, I'm going to give up this meal. And, and maybe God will ask you to give up more than a meal. Maybe God will ask you to give up something else. Listen to Him. And know this. That this is, this is what our culture needs. This is what your neighbor needs. This is what our communities need. Now, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed in our world, but this is where it begins. With you and I making a decision. I'm going to make a sacrifice. I'm going to make a commitment. And like Ruth and like Anna, I believe we will see God begin to work. He will begin to move. He will begin to help. He will begin to encourage in your life. He will begin to do things that we cannot do. We can, he'll begin to do those things that will, will, will give Him all the praise and all the glory. Miracles will take place. Signs and wonders. The Word of God tells us this. But I want to just draw close to the Lord. I'm going to invite the worship team to come back at this time. Now, this Thursday in, in, the, in this uh, prayer team, and I, you know, again, I know it's maybe small letters for some of you. If you want us to do, to do something with bigger letters, we can do that. But in small letters, you, you will see on Thursday night, we have our leadership council meeting. And uh, we always have our prayer time. And so our prayer time at 7 p.m. during our leadership council will be on Facebook Live. It's just the easiest way to broadcast something really fast. And so uh, we'll be doing that on Thursday. The 
that we just had a conference a week ago again at 7 p.m. on Thursday, and just this week of prayer, we're just going to be praying and seeking God. Uh, the staff is praying throughout the week here, so if you want to take your lunch break and come here to the church, we will be here, and uh, you can come in here, and we'll pray with you, but just let's just allow God to speak to us. Let's let God use us like he used me, like he used you. Let's make a difference. Father, I thank you for your presence. Thank you for your word. I thank you for your spirit that's with us. Jesus, we know that on the cross you made the ultimate sacrifice. You gave your body. You died on the cross. You bore our sins and you took the nails in your hands and your feet. You took a crown of thorns upon your head. You sacrificed greatly for us. You were taunted. You were ridiculed. You were mocked. All while physical pain was, was being piled upon you. And through that sacrifice, you said, Father, forgive them. And now we celebrate your sacrifice because we are forgiven. We thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. So now we can proclaim blessing. We can receive your blessings. We can receive your presence. We can receive your goodness and love. And we thank you for it. Thank you, Jesus. Would you stand with me this morning? The worship team's going to sing a song. I just want you to know online and here that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. He offered the ultimate sacrifice. He committed his life to you. If you want to receive him, Accept him into your heart. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I accept you into my heart. I accept your forgiveness. Forgive me, Lord. And when you accept Christ into your heart, and as many have done in this room, you've accepted Jesus, you can also receive his blessings. So let's just receive from him.